Big, Better, Best Books with authors, readers, and other endangered species. I'm your guide, Katerina Valentin. Come and join us. Welcome to this episode of Big, Better, Best Books podcast. And today we are talking about a book called The Very Greatest Adventure is You Truly Being You. And this is a book that I've had the honor of personally working with for the past, I think, nearly one, one and a half years. And it's a compilation of stories from people all over the world, all kind of ages, all different sexes, even though most of them are women. And it's, it's a book about what it really means to be you. And today I have a few of the writers on this show, quite a few of them actually. I have Heather and Brett and Kristen and Maria and Samantha and Susanna on this episode and this podcast. So we're gonna we're both gonna talk a little bit about the book, but this is also gonna be a very special podcast in the way that this is gonna be a storytelling podcast where you're gonna hear some of the stories from this book on this podcast. So first, I would love to hear how you all, the contributors, the authors, would describe this book. Let's start with Brett. How would you describe the book? Just, you know, when you talk yeah. about it to other people, what, what do you say? What is it about? What is it like? It's kind of like a, a chaotic mishmash of what it is to actually be you. It's not ordered. It's not specific it's not defined it's kind of this like all over the place thing that actually creates this amazing energy because when you have so many people contributing and speaking from what it is to be them from their own unique perspective it I don't even know how to describe it do, do any of you know how you would describe it it's kind of like almost like an onslaught of being <laughs> I love that. Well, we're going to the other one. So that's your, now let's move to Samantha. How would you describe it? I would describe it as a book for every single moment. So whether you're feeling happy, whether you're feeling sad, whether you're wanting to have a sit down and a big cry, you pick up this book and it has something inside it just for you, for what you're being in that moment. (laughs) And Heather, how would you describe it? A feast of inspiration <laughs> from some of the coolest people that I have the pleasure to know. Cool. And Kristen? It's a beautiful book of just so many people's stories and experiences that are so different and also so similar. And to, to get that insight and to see how other people are handling or the, the tools that they have to address a particular issue or topic or something hurtful or something wonderful that's come up in their life. It's just amazing to see how magical we all are. And Maria. I love this book. It's so colorful. And um, it's almost like I've been listening to everyone speak about it. And for me, it's like almost like a, a, this cookbook or a recipe for being for, from everyone, like different, like different countries, different cultures, like, but we will all have this love for being or this uh, enthusiasm for being and, and showing it to like expressing it to the world and, and, each in our unique way. 
And I love that about every story. And it just brings out like this different ingredients of different flavors of like being and like variety and everyone can find themselves in there in every story. So I love it. Thank you. Thank you. And, and just to mention here before we go to the last one that's on this show that we've already, we have people from the U S from South Africa, um, Slovenia, Slovenia, and now Susanna, who's from Austria. What, how would you describe it? For me, the book is like a friend, you know, being you, People talk about this nowadays everywhere, but nobody really knows what being you is because it's so undefined. And for me, the book, is the, the book is like a friend when you, you know, those moments when you feel alone or you like look for, for some help, you can just open up and ask, you know, what can contribute to me? Open up and then see, you know, how can I be me in this world? How can I navigate through this world and, and know that I'm not alone? And it is, it is truly amazing. The, everyone in this book is something called a being you facilitator. And we all facilitate being you adventure classes all over the world. And we've been working together for some of us for many years. And even though we've done that, reading this book, at least for me, gave me such an insight in who, who everyone actually is and also how the tools have been there to, to create who they are. Because being you is not something, it's not like you find you and there you were the whole time. Being you is something you create. You create who you be every day. And that, that's part of what's so exciting about this book. It's not stories about what has been it's stories about creation and who you can create yourself as continuously in every moment and i let's start with one of the stories let's see what it is susanna would you like to start reading your story so we sure so the story is called are you going to a party (laughs) so when i was working in mental health as a psychologist i met patients who were staying at the psych ward for weeks and sometimes even months the ward was an old building with plastic floors. The interior design was a, an, as uninviting as a train station. Combined with people who were at the lowest point in their lives, it was a place that was not designed for any healing or nurturing. Since I had a full-time job and had to be there many hours of the week, I asked myself, what is possible here? How can I make this as easy and nurturing for me and the people I work with? At that particular ward, the staff did not wear uniforms. We could wear our personal clothes. We did not have white coats. My colleagues usually dressed in working clothes, like jeans and t-shirts. My point of view about clothing is to always pick what makes my body happy, independent of the occasion. (laughs) So I ask every day, body, what would you like to wear? Most of the time, it was nice dresses, high heels, and nice jewelry. I asked my body, are you sure we're going to work? Yes, was the reply. At work, my colleagues used to tease me by asking, are you going to a party? To which my reply was, this is the party. If it is not, why be here? After some weeks of me working at that ward, One of the patients peeked out of her room and said, Susanna, come. She waved and invited me into her room. This was a woman that had been at the psych ward for weeks. She actually had been in and out of the psych ward since she was a child. Doctors had pretty much given up on her. She existed but was not much alive. 
She had attempted suicide several times. One time I found her lying in bed in a bloodbath. She said so many times that her body was her prison that she wanted out. This day, when she invited me into her room, she had a light in her eyes that I'd never seen before. She stood next to her closet and asked, Susanna, can you help me? You always look so pretty. I would like to be pretty too today. Do you think that this shirt goes with these pants? Wow. I could not believe what I just heard. That woman had never cared about her body for as long as I'd known her. Getting her to take a shower was a struggle. And here she was with a desire to honor her body and to care for herself in a way she never had before. And it didn't stop there. Days and weeks thereafter, patient after patient started to dress up and ask about styling tips. If there had been an award for best dressed award, we would have won it. <laughs> this sounds like a little thing, but it was a huge step in these people's lives to include their bodies, honor them, and make a step towards the choice to live. You never know who you will inspire by choosing to be you. It may surprise you in what ways you can actually inspire the world and people around you. And often, it is the very things that are so easy and normal to you that you don't even think about them. Your difference is changing the world right now. Thank you. <laughs> I, I love that story. Um, and I know that your, your dad found this book uh, recently. So, and you said that he kept reading the book after he started. <laughs> so what was his sense after reading the book? Well, it was so awesome because you know, I didn't even show him the book. I just put it on a table and he found it. And it's like this book draw, like, yeah, he was drawn to the book and then he just opened up and read some stories and, and he, he didn't say much, but I could see in his world, wow, like a peace a relaxation that we seldom have in this world. Like this peace of being us, like being us actually creates peace and ease. Yeah. Thank you. Anyone else who wants to say something about Susanna's story now when you heard it also read out loud it's so fun to listen to Susanna speak and actually know that that's who she bees in the world she really is that party lights up the space when she walks in and it's so funny that we be that in the world and we cannot never see it for ourselves until someone tells us you're being so amazing so I really love that, Susanna. It's so amazing. It's so you. It's so true to you and what you be. Thank you, Sam. Wow. And, and I it's just, funny. You can like hear laughter when yeah. you talk. Yeah. You laughter in your voice. So yes. So that I love that. I love because you know when I read the book, like reading all of these stories, like like seeing how every one of you guys change your world, make different choices, not allow yourself to be, be put down. And, and use the tools and say, you know what? I'd like to have a life that works for me and have fun. That is such a gift. So inspirational. Cool. And now we're going to go to Brett, who is going to talk about... Hi. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So my chapter thingy or whatever, my contribution to this book was basically more like a, a poem than a story. And I was 
looking at when I was creating it, I was like, what did, what have I gone through in my life that could, that I could write about that others could connect with too. So I, I wrote this and I'm going to begin. It's called coloring outside the lines. There is a capacity you have for creating change wherever you go. You've always had it. You've always been it ever since you came into this cute little body of yours. Yet for the most part, nobody has been able to see that. Wherever you went as a child, people's barriers would melt and their worlds became different. And yet the adults around you wouldn't even notice. Then you started to learn how to talk and your parents and society as a whole began to teach you how to fit in here. They began to teach you everything they learned about how to survive here in an unkind world. They gave the tools they had been given. All the while, you were trying to show them that it didn't have to be that way. You tried sharing with them everything you knew that was beyond the reality that they had chosen to live. And again, for the most part, they didn't believe you. They told you, you can't do that. Be careful. That's not the way we do it here. Finally, you started to turn down and shut off all that you knew as possible that they unfortunately could not receive. Here is the thing. It is not lost. You settled for normal, average, and real. You started coloring inside the lines to not upset the apple cart, to not be too much for other people to handle, to turn yourself down, to make others people comfortable to pretend to be what you are not in order to make somebody else happy and to tolerate that which actually does not work for you. What if you could unlearn everything that is keeping you coloring inside those lines? What if you could invite back all of the parts and pieces of you that you chose to invalidate? They've always been waiting. It is you. It is who you truly be. Are you willing to stop pretending to fit in? Are you willing to totally and unabashedly be you, warts and all? Are you willing to be too much and totally inappropriate? Are you willing to start creating a life that works for you, whether or not it makes your family happy? Are you ready to start coloring outside of the lines? I love the picture that creates, I, I, even the first time you say it, are you ready to unlearn what makes you color inside the lines? Because that, <laughs> that's what we've learned like from... So it's such a beautiful yeah. way of describing you when you start to become you. It's when you start to color outside the lines. Yeah. Else gave you. Especially those coloring books that somebody else gave you. I mean, what's yeah. wrong with that? <laughs> totally. Do rabbits really look like that? <laughs> they should look in completely different ways. So anyone else who wants to say something about Brett's story? Brett, I would just say thank you so much for that. That was just so true for me and so beautiful to hear it put that way. You're welcome. And we actually, throughout the book, in between the longer stories, we have a lot of quotes and um, shorter little questions that people just answer. And Maria, you were going to read one of the shorter ones where we basically answer a question. Are you ready to do that? Yes, thank you. And thank you for saying that because uh, the whole thing 
like what I like about this, uh, even if it's a short contribution, it's like this book is a co-creation of everyone and it, it doesn't really matter who wrote what or, you know, like if it's long or short, but it's like this co-creation that makes this uh, book uh, so magical and so miraculous and like changes, like, like Susanna said, it's, it's like a best friend. And also it's like another, like another, one of us, like a, another facilitator, being a facilitator, another author that like that just you know, is in another form. And, and it's also the, the great thing that I uh, saw that in the beginning, what I really like is about the co-creation. It just, it's written in there. So even the, the reader is invited to grab a pen and start co-creating with us. And I love that. So um, a little bit longer, but then I'm, now I'm just going to read my part. So the first time I knew I was really being me, People, things, situations that were seemingly unchangeable before magically changed. The impossible became possible. Just by me, willing to be me, people were inspired to see. All of that was also possible and available for, available for them to choose, if they desired it. They were grateful to realize that it doesn't have to be hard, and it's just a choice. Thank you. And it really is like a what you were saying too, this co-creation also with the reader. It's like a workbook for being because there's a lot of questions where we ask the reader to really actually pick up a physical pen <laughs> and write into the book. And we also mix in quotes from other, other authors. I'm just going to read one now. It's is a completely different author. Today you are you. That is truer than true. There is no one alive who is youer than you. And that's from Dr. Seuss. I think that's how you pronounce it, Dr. Seuss. Yeah. So, so yeah. there is like a, a mix of those kind of quotes, a mix of shorter questions from people, and then the longer stories again. And I was going to ask now if, uh, Samantha, would you like to read your story? Samantha is from South Africa. So now you turn your dial into South African English here. And <laughs> <laughs> talking. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Katerina. <laughs> uh, my story is entitled, Why Don't They Get It? And it makes me laugh and, and want to cry at the same time when I read that. I always thought I had to fit in. During high school, I was never one of the popular kids. I daydreamed a lot and missed most of what was taking place in class, except during art and history and geography. I was fascinated by the evolution of things of how people made things, how countries came into existence, and how cities were born. I could never understand why my parents were so focused on test marks, when I was just happy getting the information. After all, didn't everyone see the pictures I did, or get a sense of those past times in history, as I did? As I look back on my life in school and growing up, I realized that I thought everyone saw, felt, and sensed things that the way that I did. I would get confused when explaining something to a friend or my parents about what I was drawing or how I knew what my dog was asking for. They didn't seem to get it. They didn't get why, as a small child, I wasn't afraid of the big dogs at the end of the street, how I could pat them through the fence when everyone else walked away from them as far as possible. I would wonder if they knew what they were missing out on 
how much fun it was to pet the dogs and how grateful their dogs were for the affection. I always had a sense of just going, keep going, don't stop. I had a lot of energy and I was always up early in the morning and the last one to go to bed. I could sit for hours on my own, reading, drawing, or just watching the trees in the wind. Everyone else seemed to be need something to want to go somewhere. They seemed so far away. I thought it was strange that people couldn't see the possibilities I could, that I could learn something new and that it was exciting to not know. I didn't realize then that the unknown, which was exciting for me, was frightening for most people. My life continues, still with moments of, doesn't everyone see that, or sense this, or perceive that? I know now that when I consider these questions, it's a moment when I can say, this is the gift of me being me. What I see, sense, perceive, and know is unique and authentic to me. I found the gift of being me, not by looking for how I am similar or by hiding my differences behind a mask. I found the gift of being me in the ways I am different, in the unique way I create relationships, how I explore and see the world, and how I observe life and everything in it. Thank you. And you know this part where you get kind of teary or like have this sense of, I think a lot of, a lot of us when we read this book, and I know for myself, I get teary and it's not out of sadness. It's it's somehow when it's true, when it's authentic, when it's really about be somebody being them and being willing to share that, it touches something. It that it's kind of undescribable, but it touches something. It's actually tears for me of joy of of meeting that person. <laughs> Strangely, that's the best description I have. I really, I, I, I totally agree with you. It is. It's like it taps into a, a something with inside of you that is so, so, so rare and so unique. And to be able to write about that is, it's truly such a gift. Yeah. Thank you very much. And. Anyone else who wants to add something to that? I, I just want to say that this space of gratitude, like for everyone that was willing to be them and to be vulnerable and to tell these stories like, like they are, you know, not scripted or just being vulnerable. And that, that opens up something like a, a space of gratitude in, in the person who reads it. That's what I get from it thank you and our last reader for today's podcast anyway is actually Kristen Trumbull are you ready Kristen to read one of your stories I am and I am going to read no need to hide I am being me being here and being present I listen ask a question and sometimes just continue to sit quietly as someone tells me about a relationship that is ending badly. Someone else tells me about their tastes in porn. Someone tells me about struggling with the conflict between their love for a relative who is gay and their belief that being gay is wrong. Someone tells me of being accused of child abuse, being convicted, and in jail. Someone tells me of the time they knew of a plan to kill someone 
and made sure they were somewhere else, but did nothing to stop it. Someone tells me of the times they've, they've killed someone. Someone tells me they shot their dog. Someone tells me they'd like to die. I have no training as a counselor. I just have the space to be. As people tell me things, they never thought they'd tell anyone. And with that telling, in that space, a heaviness lifts. There's space for them and me, for us, to perceive that the action, the emotion, the thought, the horrible thing that they defined as their irrevocable wrongness is truly not who they be. It doesn't have to define them for the rest of their life. It really doesn't have to define them at all. They can choose to be and create themselves as something different. Perhaps they can even be that space for someone else in the future who will tell them something horrible that no longer needs to define them. Thank you so much. One of the one of the most magical part about this book is that all of these stories are so different. There's one story about somebody biking and the leaf falling in front of her. And there's stories like the one you just told, Kristen, and the story about the word that Susanna told in the very beginning. They're all completely different because being you goes into every part of our lives. It's about everything from birth to death to children to work to just being with other people. And, and that's part of where it maybe becomes a friend, like Maria and Susanna was mentioning, like something that you can have with you. And I, I was going to ask you all, what did it create for you when you were asked to write about this? What did it create for you? Because it was a pretty open, open question to write about something about being you in your life. What did it give you? What did it contribute when you got to sit down and actually write about it? Um, okay, so what what it opened up for me, and I'm really grateful for you, Katerina and Dane, to invite us to do this, because I really had to look at, you know, the the actualization of of being me and and how I do this and where I do this and what being me is for me personally in what situations I be that and the examples and that acknowledgement of looking at this just creates the space for more of that. Yeah, I would I would agree that the stories that I wrote in here open up something where I'm it's more like if I can actually look at it and and really look at what was the gift in the situation, what was the change in the situation, yeah. who was I being in that situation? It does create something more for the future. Anyone else who wants to add to that? Uh for me as well, it's like when I sat down to write, at first it was this panic of, oh, I'm gonna get it wrong, maybe I'll do okay. Oh, no, I'm going to get it wrong. And then when I asked, like, what can I write about? That story came to me, that very story of patting the dog through the fence. And it, there was then just this flush of um, amazing other moments that were similar that I just started being reminded of. And it really gave me that what, Katarina, you and Susanna are talking about, it really gave me a sense of more me and I could re, almost rekindle parts of me uh, where, I, where I wasn't being me and changing it where I'm now being more me. So that is truly the gift 
that this book is beyond just reading it, but from the creation of it. And Brett? Oh, oh. yeah. Uh, just I was just so excited because it's like, wow, someone's asking me to write about like being and like being me. It's like, that's amazing. Like without any agenda, without any kind of like, all right, we need to make sure this is good. So we have, you know, the proper sales. It was just like, what is being you to you? What, what is that? <laughs> so such a cool space to be able to contribute to something like that. <laughs> Thank you. True. That it's, it's like the chaotic undefined space of what is being you to you, yeah. because it's so different for everyone. And as soon as you try to kind of rein it in, it becomes something very different. Huh. (laughs) (laughs) Anyone else? Yeah, this is Heather. I was just going to add, Samantha, your your story to me, really, there's an energy in it of, of, and, you know, what you talk about is like, so often we just think that how we are is sort of how everybody else is. Like, we don't realize how different we actually are. And, I feel like anytime I get to have a conversation about being you and, you know, writing, writing my story and all of that, it's like this acknowledgement, like you guys were saying of, wow, okay, this is actually different. You know, I am different in this way. And we all have those ways in which we are so different and so unique and such a gift that we don't see and that's one of the things I love so much about this conversation is that it, it's just this invitation to see the difference of you and, you know, like acknowledge it and celebrate it. And, you know, not from separation, not from making yourself greater, but really getting the gift of you that doesn't exist anywhere else. And so that was one of the gifts you know, always in, in the being you classes and conversations. But when I wrote my chapter, it was like, Oh, right. Like this is different. And the, it's like the adventure, the very greatest adventure is really you being you. It it makes the way you describe it too. It is, it is not about you being greater. It's about the greatest adventure for you is you being you. So (laughs) I wanted to share something about that because I just did a being you class last weekend and we had, we actually looked up the word adventure in the dictionary and which is something that we do sometimes in these, in our access classes. And it was really interesting. I have it written down here because the current meaning of adventure, one of the, one of the definitions is an undertaking usually involving danger and unknown risks. Hmm. But when we looked at the etymology of it, the early etymology of it is a wonder, a miracle, and accounts of marvelous things. Wow. It's so, wow. so interesting. To, we, we really ran with that in the class. It was like, wow, how much have we been raised to believe that being you, like the adventure of being you or just having an adventure is risky and hazardous was another word that was used rather than no, a miraculous, miraculous, marvelous, <laughs> wonderful thing. I love so, that. That's beautiful. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and I would say that be an adventure, what you were saying in the beginning, also taking an emotional risk. Vulnerability is really when you are willing to take a risk. 
and to actually put yourself out there. So being you is about taking a risk. It's going on the adventure of putting yourself out there as you truly be and not as what you think you should be or what the world expects from you. It could be something completely different. So thank you so much. Anyone else who wants to add to that one? I don't want to miss anyone. I just wanted to say that um, writing about this, for me, it made me so happy to be asked, similar to what Brett said. Hmm. And it also, when I looked at that about how do I know when I'm being me, it was that listening to other people, like I'll be me for other people. And there was something about writing and being invited to write about being me that really got me the energy in the space of being me for me as well. And that was very cool. Huh. Yes, that is very cool. And I, the whole being you um, facilitators and the being you adventure classes, they're all based on this book called Being You Changing the World by Dane here. And it is when that came out 2011, today, when we talk about being you, it is kind of it's out there now, like, sounds like strange, but it, it is there. People, people do recognize at least the idea that being you could be something valuable, that being you could be something to strive for. But in 2011, when that book came out, it was much more, it was much more a little strange or not as present in everyday world. So it's also been a journey from, again, an adventure and a journey from 2011 um, and, and we've had this book with us all these years as well. So this is this book somehow is like maybe like a, a brother or a sister or a, a child, I don't know, <laughs> to, the, to the Being You're Changing the World book by Dane. And so I would also suggest if, if anybody would like to read, there are so many more stories in here. This book, it, at least I think 20 or 25 people have contributed to it. There's so much more in there than we've talked about today. And and I would suggest maybe even reading this book and possibly also reading, if you haven't, Being You Changing the World by being here, because they go together really well. And you can find more about The Very Greatest Adventure on our website, theverygreatestadventure.com. And you can find more about the authors and and more about where to buy the book there as well. And I think that's all we have time for today. And again, I've been teary during this, <laughs> this podcast. So I am so grateful for this book. And if you would like to carry it with you, you can also buy it as an ebook. It's quite a big book when you buy it as a physical copy. But the ebook could, you know, be the friend that travels in your pocket with you all the time. And thank you all of you for coming on. I am so grateful for every single one of you and for your willingness to also read your story out loud you know, having people hear you and being you with it. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks Thank for inviting us. Goodbye. Thank you. Thank you.